Um, this reading is from Acts 2, and it's verses 40 to 47, and it can be found on page 1094. With many other words, he warned them, and he pleaded with them, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to that number that day. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the faith of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Thank you, Nikita. That's brilliant. Good morning, everyone. Morning. Lovely to be together. I have um, a little bit of a a quiz or a few pictures to show you um, on the screen. Hopefully, they'll pop up in a minute. I want you to think, which team um, do they support? Okay. Um, Hopefully, it's fairly obvious. Here's the first one. Which team do these people support? They look a bit lonely, don't they? I always think that when I go to the valley. <laughs> Which team do these support? Yeah, Rocco? It's Charlton, isn't it? It's Charlton Athletic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's a much more, spa, um, a much more uh, busier stadium uh, that you can see. Uh, who do they support? How dare you, Richard? How dare you? I brought one of my, my short shirts along. Any, any opportunity within a church service to, to say something about Norwich City? It's Norwich City. I thought I'd bring one of my shirts on. Because you can tell, can't you, the team, whether they're Charlton or whether they're Norwich City, by, oh, it's a bit tight, um, by the, uh, the shirt that they wear. I might have to move that. Can you hear me still? I think you can hear me still. Oh, it's tight. Do fly bee exist anymore? I don't think they do. Anyway, what about the next one? Here's another one. Who do they support? Do you know, Angus? England. Well, England, the lion, what are they called? The lionesses. The lionesses, that's right. You can tell by the way the colours they're wearing, and by the, 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 the kind of scarves and everything. Here's, a, here's another one. might be getting a little bit harder for you. Ah, a little bit harder, this one. Might... Well, yeah. Can you, do you know who they are? Anyone? LA Lakers. The LA Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers. You can see them celebrating there. What, what do they play? They play? They play basketball, that's right. Here's another one. Who do they support? Those funny-looking men. <laughs> hey, Will. <laughs> That's right, Scotland, isn't it? You can tell, can't you? you can t- Why can you tell? Why can you tell? You can tell because... Because Mummy's from Scotland. <laughs> but what, what, what else can you tell? Because of the skirts that they're wearing. So kilts <laughs> that they're wearing. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, I think they're playing today. Is that right? Maybe, maybe they're not. Okay, uh, is there any more? Ah, no, there isn't any more. But let's have a think for a moment. You see, you could tell, couldn't you, who uh, those teams, which team those people supported, couldn't you, by what they were wearing, whether they were wearing a Norwich City or whether they were wearing a kilt 
or scarves. You could tell by the colors of everything that they were wearing, couldn't you, on the outside, which team that they were following. But what about, here's our question today, what about the church team? What is the church team? And we've begun to think about this with our words, haven't we? So listen out, children, for those uh, when you spot these words coming up. Um, Those who follow Jesus, those who are part of his church, what do they look like? What do they look like? And that's what we've been thinking over these last um, couple of months. And our reading from Acts chapter 2 really helps us to do that. Let's just take a moment to, to pray, shall we, as we look at it. Father God, we thank you for your church, and we pray now that you'll help us to understand more of that for us as we look at your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, um, if I have the next slide, um, in chapter 2 of Acts, it's the, it's the day of Pentecost, which seems a bit funny, doesn't it, a little bit that we're in Lent and we're talking about Pentecost, but we'll set that aside for the moment. Um, and uh, the Holy Spirit has been given to the church, and uh, Peter and the other apostles have spoken about the good news of Jesus, and at the end of that end of that, we read these words, and in it we see um, what the church is like, what it means to be on God's team, to be part of Jesus' team, as it were, what they look like. So um, the first word that we saw is the word belonging, okay, belonging. And you can see that in our reading. It says, those who accepted his message were baptized. You see, because baptism is a word of belonging, isn't it? You know, we, we, we welcome people into the church family because they belong, they're baptized. And baptism is that outward sign of something that's happened inside a person when they've committed their life to Jesus. It's a bit like putting on the teen t-shirts being baptized, it's saying, I'm a follower of Jesus, I'm part of his team. So, belonging. But then in our reading, we see that the church is a welcoming church. That was one of our words, isn't it? A welcoming church. It says in verse 42, that they accepted the message and were baptized, and about 3,000 were added. Do you see that word? Added to their number that day. In other words, they were welcomed in. They were welcomed in. They were part of the team. They were part of the church. They were welcomed. They were added with open arms as the family of God. Again, I suppose it's a bit like if we think about the team, uh, the picture of a team, it's a bit like getting the keys, isn't it, for the stadium or the pass for the stadium. Um, Access all areas. The church is the home stadium. The church is the Carra Road of... Uh, no, 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 don't go down that road again. But you get the point, isn't it? The church is the home. It's our home. It's a, it's a place of welcoming. What else do we see as the church uh, begins, what a church is like? We see the next word. We see gathering, gathering. Verse 42, it says that they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, and to fellowship. Um, Their fellowship. And devoted means that they were committed 
Devotion is something that you, you're committed to. Football fans get really devoted, don't they, um, to their team? Well, we can be committed. We can be devoted to the church. That means we're hungry for, to be together. We want to be together. It means we show up. And we, we show up. Um, it says in verse 46 that every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. Like on match day, they showed up. They had a season ticket, devoted, rain or shine, through the good, bad times and the bad times. There was no armchair fans like me, really. I'm an armchair fan of Norwich. The mark of being a people of God, being a church, is gathering. So we've got gathering. And then, uh, next, and I put these two words together because they come together in our reading, is the words caring and serving. The church is a place of caring and of serving. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give anyone who had a need. It's amazing, isn't it? What we see here is that they really cared for each other. They loved each other. They uh, shared their troubles with one another. They encouraged one another. They looked out for one another. They tried to build each other up. They confessed their failings to one another. We'll hear about that. They showed hospitality. And that's their caring for one another, but they were also serving one another. They served one another by um, using the gifts that God had given them, using their abilities, using their wealth and their time to help serve one another so that they could be built up. I was thinking about back to the sort of fans, the supporters. I suppose it's a bit like you know, football fans or, or any supporters stick together, don't they? They kind of stick together. They look out for one another. They travel together. There's a camaraderie together. When someone gets ill, they try and find out how they are. They look out for one another. They phone one another up. And they see the different ways that they might be able to help each other and encourage them. And so that we can spot those who are part of the team, part of the church, part of a loving church, by the way they care, by the way we care and serve one another. So we've got caring and we've got serving. And then we've got this word honoring. Honoring in there. Look again at verse 42. It says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. The church, the people of God, came to the apostles to hear the word of God. They wanted to learn about what God was saying to them. They wanted to know the scriptures. They devoted themselves to the word of God of what he was saying. The apostles had been chosen by Jesus to do this task and they honoured them uh, and they were their shepherds uh, to lead his people. Uh, and I was thinking a bit, but, uh, a bit about that in, in the way in which we're honouring that as a church. I suppose, again, a little bit like fans and supporters. What do fans and supporters do? They, they learn the songs, don't they? You learn, you learn the, the history. You learn on the ball city, never mind the danger. Here comes the ball, and I won't go on. But you get the point. You learn, you learn 
about what it means to be a follower. Um, you learn the history. So you, you learn in 1985 that Norwich beat Sunderland 1-0 in the 1985 Milk Cup final at Wembley. And you, you treasure that because you've learned it and you understand it and you want to know more about it. That is what it's like to devote ourselves as a church to the apostles' teaching. And so the church are people who honour the preaching and the teaching of God's word. Sunday by Sunday, through our Sunday schools, through our teachers in, in, our, uh, in our small groups, through the people who've taught us, honouring them, our, our, our parents or our carers or our grandparents. And particularly on a day like today, honouring those who've been mothers to us. On a mothering Sunday, honouring those who taught us about the Lord Jesus. So, honouring there it is. That's the next word. Two more to go. The next one is witnessing. Witnessing. Verse 40. Hope you children are listening out for these words. With many other words, he, that's Peter, warned them and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. See, by the power of the Holy Spirit coming at Pentecost, the the apostles were able to witness, witness to the good news of Jesus, to the love of Jesus. And Peter told them through the words, through his words, that they, they needed to repent. They needed to believe in the Lord Jesus because it's through Jesus Christ that we find forgiveness of sins. I suppose, again, in a small way, as a fan of a club, a supporter... We always want to tell others, don't we, about the good news stories about our club, if we've got any. Uh, when was it? Charlton last won something? Sorry. That's, uh, 1950s? Sorry, anyway. I went, <laughs> but you get the point. You want to share. You want to share good news stories about the things you follow. And if you follow Jesus, you want to be witnessing to him because it's the greatest news of all. The church is a witnessing, a witnessing church. We also need, as it say, says here, to warn and to plead with people because this is a matter, this is, this is news of the most important and the most urgent that people believe and trust in Jesus. It is a matter of life and death. And then finally, we've got, yes, we've got witnessing, we've got sending Verse 47 says, And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. As a people went out and witnessed to Jesus, people came to faith and they were saved and they were added to the church. And as people were saved and added to the church, they were then sent. They were sent back where? Well, in some cases they went on missionary journeys, but not very many. Most were sent back to their home, back to their workplace, back to their family and their friends. They were sent back to tell them about Jesus. So we have sending. And I suppose, again, a little bit like some supporters, not everyone supports a club, but so, some supporters, um, they will travel, won't they? They will be sent a long distance. Some people have to go to places like Ipswich or wherever it might be, Millwall, wherever they have, or abroad to Europe. Um, 
They have to be trained up, they have to be sent, and they have to be going through the academies, don't they, in order to go. Um, you see, God does send some of us in that way. Um, if you like, to the, the away stadium. <laughs> but most of us, he sends back to the places in which we've come from, our homes, our colleagues, our workplaces, our friends, wherever we might find us, wherever we might find ourselves. And you see, the church is sending church. The people of God are sent, and the Lord added to their number. So there you are, eight, eight great and glorious things about what it means to be a loving church. Aren't they good? Aren't they wonderful things about a church? Let's say them. Shall we say them together? Belonging, welcoming, gathering, caring, serving, honoring, witness, and sending. Final thought. The thing about this, uh, thing about these, all these words, is, is actually we see all of these in Jesus, don't we? We see Jesus. He showed us what it means to belong. He showed us a radical welcome to people. He showed how to gather people. He showed how he cared and he served people supremely by going to the cross, and which we'll be sharing in a moment as we come to the table. He was honouring. He honoured his Father in heaven who sent him. He did his will. And he was witnessing and he was always sending people. Through Jesus, we see all these things. Following Jesus, a loving church. Let's take a moment to pray, shall we? Let's just bow our heads. It says in verse 42 that they devoted themselves... The last thing it they says that they devoted themselves was to prayer. Did you see that? Because a, a loving church who does all these things must be a praying church. Let us pray. Dear Father God, thank you that you, that you, uh, that we can be part of your church family through Jesus. We thank you that Jesus died for us to save us from our sins, and we pray that we would be a loving church, a place of belonging, welcoming, gathering, caring, serving, honouring, witnessing and sending. Young or old, Lord Jesus, we pray that we be part of your family. Show us how to be your church here at St. John's. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.